T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. And we are coming at you live. Coming at you on a Tuesday. No, what is today? Friday? Friday. Oh, geez. Well, you know, every day is a Friday when you work in this business. Right? Every day's a feel-good Friday, freaky Friday, free agent Friday. College football Friday. College football Friday. I don't think that I've ever been more eager and excited to talk to Ryan Horvat than today, dude. What's up? How are you? Hey, what's going on? Hey, I actually wish it was Monday. You know why? Just because I love working so much. I wish I could just restart the work week and do it all over again. Oh, I know. And there's nothing better than Monday when you're like, you wake up and smell that morning air and you're like, five straight days of working for the man. Nothing better, right? You know, hey, hey, we're all just fortunate to to have jobs in these times. I agree. And I'm, 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 you're working tonight, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. We're competition tonight. Oh, you're hosting Zach Gelb's show. I'm in on Zach Gelb's show tonight. Are you going to do a segment on Bobby Bonilla and worst contracts in sports history? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. I have a slight cough. Uh, but well, no, oh, I got so much to talk about. Gelb would do a segment. J- JB Sports Brief, JR Sports Brief will do that tonight. You know, I, JR Sports Brief always gets so angry at everybody. Like, like he takes this stuff with Kyrie so personally. He's like, and you, you don't show up to your job. We all in this country show up every day and we go to work. You think you're better than us? And I'm like, whoa, dude, JB, JR, relax. And then I just, you know, and then I forget that I have the radio on and I just pop on my pods, my podcast. Oh, don't don't be doing JR like that, my dude. Well, I listen to my my other Odyssey podcast because I catch up on JR when I get home later on because I got to get caught up on the rest of the day. You know, we got so we got the Bart Winkler Morning Show. We got the Wendy's Big Show uh-huh. featuring uh, two former Packers, uh, Gary Ellerson and Leroy Butler. I get caught up on uh, I Am Listening. All of them. <laughs> I, I, I like all that stuff, man. The the Dixie Chicks new one is good. Yeah, the D'Amelio's parents. Oh, don't forget Hey, Maine. Oh, yeah. Kenny Maine's got yeah. a podcast. Can't forget about it. Hey, you know which podcast I'm super jacked about, though? Yeah, that that's the one. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Kenny Maine one. That's going to be awesome. I feel like he's like, did you hear his promo at all for this? 
He's like, I guess I'm doing a podcast. It's called Kenny Main Talks to People. Oh, okay. Okay, Kenny. Well, hey, it's what, just Tim? me, man. You, do you hear some? Oh, uh, like, I, Tim Shea, what's up? Third caller today. I just want you to know this. What? Third caller today that calls in and says, wait, wait, wait. Bart's really on the national show? I go, yep. What time does it start at? I really want to listen to him. What do they think I'm, I'm making this up? I, that's what I, he's really on the national show, people. I'm hosting it. Hey, everybody out there, do not listen to Bart tonight. Listen to me. <laughs> well, you know what happened. You know what I want, Ryan. I, I I want to interrupt Bart during the show because we have a Brewer game. So yeah, so I'm on, I'm on this station six to nine tonight, and the Brewers uh, play at six, and then so. They could kick me off before. My goal is nine. to hit that special program. Yeah, and off goes. It's it. Well, it's possible, isn't it? Uh, it's Corbin, Corbin Burns, Burns. Then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He could he could go pretty quickly. You know, the only the Too whole bad we reason we don't got Mark Burley out there tonight. The can I like I owe I I owe this opportunity I think to you, Horvat. Why? Because I, the whole reason that I like we even became friendly with Zach Gelb. Was because you started insulting Zach Gelb. <laughs> I never insulted Zach Gelb. You talked about you talked about like why? Remember when Zach Gelb started? Yeah, you're like, on, you're like why does this 25 year old get it? I want it. Where's when's Horvath getting a show? Hold on, hold on. Let me defend myself. No, no, no. I I like the old days of radio, which obviously times have changed. You know, I like when it was all just local programming all day and i always wanted to do either a nighttime show or the overnight show you know i always i, I liked overnight shows because you get the goofy callers you get the you know the people that are working hard and, you know you could, you could kind of get away with some stuff you can't get away with during the daytime so here it is this prime four-hour slot that i could be filling rather than doing i wasn't even doing your sports updates at the time i was stuck in the closet <laughs> uh <laughs> booking guests and yeah. tweeting out tweeting out you know um Badger Blitz will join the show this morning at 9 a.m. Exclamation point. Oh, got to find. And then, you know, I'd, I'd forget to post a picture of the stupid uh, mascot and Sparky would be calling me. And I think like somebody died or something. And I'd be like, what's up, Sparky? And he'd be like, hey, you didn't post a picture to the Twitter question. And I'd be like, that that's that's what happened here. Uh, so all I was saying was we got this great like four hour slot. Ever? What? Did you even like working here ever? I love working here, but I just never understood the point of the stupid picture. That anyway, happened to so- me, too. <laughs> exactly. Sparky, Sparky said, uh, next time, make sure you post a picture. Again, thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to post a picture. What don't you guys get? It's even better Sometimes, if you post a, post hey, a GIF. It was hey, like my first time here. Hey, how many people are working on Howard Stern's show, Winkler? How many oh, people are working 80? on your show? We're doing a lot. We got to go get your coffee in the morning. We got to cover for your ass when you're showing up for six. It's six o two a.m. Don't 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 you put this on us. I'm not. I'm with you. Hey, I'm rooting for you tonight, man. You know you know what? I think we should talk to the bosses. I think because my good friend is getting his big shot tonight, I think I should get the night off. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, I do too. You should have the night off. I'll call in. I'll be your guest. I mean, you know, you want to talk some college football. And you don't want to do it with Pete Thamel. You want to do it with with the kid. Yeah, I wonder if I'm going to have any guests tonight. Oh, you don't even have a you don't even know yet. Well, I'm talking to the I'm talking to Hickey at uh, eleven. Hot take, Hickey. You know what we should do? Remember when? Um, remember when? Well, like WWF... last night they had Matt Barnes on. Like I'm just going to talk to Matt Barnes. What? 
Oh, if, if dude, that would be great. I'd be like, hey, how, how many seconds would it take I'm you still, to drop Derek yeah, Fisher? I'm still, I'm still mad at Matt Barnes for mixing it up with the Bucks. John Henson. Well, I mean, it was it was John Henson. Well, yeah, John Henson, Milwaukee legend, of course. Hey, speaking of the Bucks, really quickly, uh, I think they've won the offseason, to be quite honest, because, again, I said all they need to do, retool. Joe Ingles w- was exactly what I was talking about. That's the perfect fit. Dude, I'm they so br- excited. I got to cut you off. I'm so excited about Joe Ingles. I've loved Joe Ingles for a long time, and I know he's 35, and I know his knee's destroyed, but he's still going to come back and be good. And I called everybody last night that's mad about Joe Ingles a casual. You don't know Joe Ingles like Bart and Horvat know Joe Ingles. Okay? See, yeah, exactly. Like for the Bulls, I thought Andre Drummond was a terrible free agent signing until I saw the contract. Until I saw Toby's team, the Wizards, paid uh, DeLon Wright $16 million for two years. Like, they only paid uh, Drummond $6 million, $7 million or whatever it was. And two I didn't years. Realize, yeah, he had, but he averaged a double-double last year, 11 points, 10 boards on a Nets team that was uh, a disaster. And he's an upgrade he's, over Tristan Thompson. He may be – he's still – I think he's an upgrade over Vooch. I think he should no. be starting over Vooch. Oh, Vooch is terrible. Vooch is terrible. Vooch is seven foot tall. He lives at the three-point line. Like, come on, guy. At least attempt to grab a rebound. At least make an effort. But nobody cares about the Bulls. Love what the Bucks have done. I don't want to talk any basketball. Um, I really don't. That's like all like all I hear about is basketball all day long. All I want to talk about is the conference realignment. Yes! How the Big Ten, how yes! the Big Ten has been ruined. Yeah. Oh, wow. I was. Let me guess. You like it because I don't know yet. I don't think I like it. I think I like. I think I want. No, no, I don't like it. I want it to be. I want the five power fives to be the five power fives. I want Oklahoma and Texas to stay in the Big Twelve. That's what I I want. want I just want everything to stay the same, and I get. Yeah, I don't want change every two years. I woke up from a nap yesterday, and I missed the KD stuff, and then I, I turned on. I, I had CBS Sports Network on. Because I thought Gelb was going to be on there with Perloff, who, God, I don't know, like, does McLovin? He, yeah, does has he not had one ounce of coffee since he came to Odyssey? Guy's just always like tired, falling asleep. He's boring. Oh, geez, yeah. I mean, like, uh, hey, uh, you, you go after him. You should attack him tonight on the show. Start no, a little. No, while. I just, I, I mean, I want to. They just. I just, you know, I just thing, thing, thing. So, uh, but it was not. So they had their uh, update guy doing the update, and he goes. And lastly, USC and UCLA have moved conferences, and all of a sudden I'm like, whoa! And I'm like, where? And he goes to the big, and I'm like, wow, Big Twelve. And he says, Big Ten. I can't still compute that the Big Ten, the Midwest Conference, is going to have two teams in Los Angeles, California. Right. I just, it doesn't, it's, it's always changing. I thought it was bad when Maryland came to the big 10, to be honest. I remember that's when I was in Iowa and I was covering the Hawkeyes at the time. And I was like, Maryland. And I was like, okay, I guess, you know, I like Maryland and the ACC. I grew up and we all grew up watching, you know, especially in hoops more than football, because like, let's be honest, I've never cared about Maryland football. I care more about Maryland football today than I ever have because baby Tua is, uh, Fun to watch, but like who? Baby Tua was on Gelb's show last week too. Really? Yeah. 
Gelb gets some good guests. Gelb, I know. Gelb's draft coverage, NFL draft coverage, was better than anybody else's, I would say. You know, he's the kind of guy that doesn't just go to the NFL draft or the Super Bowl just to interview like Jim McMahon about his new uh, Viagra commercial. Gelb's a grinder. These are big shoes to fill tonight. Yeah, Gelb's really good, man. Uh, I know. I always thought Gelb was good. I just wanted his slot because you know he was. I didn't want to be driving around Milwaukee here and and the Yankees. The thing I'm saying about the Yankees, like we already had it going on in the morning with Taz and the Moose, and I love the Moose. The Moose is the man. But you know when when the when the former uh, hardcore champion is getting more hours on your station than you, <laughs> obviously you're gonna get a little upset. The thing about the Yankees, but, but, but I so, don't get into this so, launch so. angle. When I fought Kurt Angle at SummerSlam 03, I didn't use no launch angle. Yeah, the only angle I want to talk about is Kurt. Yeah, exactly. Bench cut exactly. start. Bench cut start. Bench hey, have you seen start. my son? He's gonna be a big. He's gonna be a big draw in AEW for no reason, even though he's not that good. And he's like 100 pounds. Hey, are you gonna talk in a New York accent? Since you know. You're uh, taking over no. pretty much the East Coast scene tonight. No? No. Nope. Uh, well, howdy, y'all. It's Bart Winkler. I'm from the great state of Wisconsin, and I'm so excited to talk some college ball with y'all tonight. That's the yeah. South. Yeah. That well, sounds that's, like that's, hey, from the real, South. That's where I am from. Hey, in, in really here, quickly. Just what? Because I want to I finish what the hell literally I was talking about. Well, I didn't I finish didn't what like I was Maryland. talking about. I didn't like Maryland, but then <laughs> – Rutgers comes to the Big Ten, and that made absolutely no sense. Yeah, where Rutgers. we have New York's Rutgers Big Ten Big team. Ten. <laughs> yes, New York's Big Ten team. Now, I mean, so it's going to be great. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Okay, so I don't like it because I don't like change because I'm old now. Like, I'm old and yeah. I like things the way that they were. I like bowl games to matter, and I'm not that guy like, hey, uh, this kid who's going to be drafted, Kayvon Thibodeau should be playing in this meaningless bowl game so he could tear his ACL and cost himself $8 million. I'm not that guy, but I do miss when, I, I, I mean, you, you know, you agree. I like the Rose Bowl. I like the Sugar Bowl. I like the, the, the big bowls. And I like, uh, I love the sport. I don't want anything to change. I like the Pac-12 to be the Pac-12, the Big Ten to be the Big Ten. But it is going to be a great watch, you know, those first couple seasons, watching Lincoln Riley and USC, you know, make the drive up to Minnesota, you know, make the drive up to Champaign, Illinois and Northwestern. Where Big 10 like game of the week, people. USC versus Purdue. Dude, there's going to be some crazy upsets. Like if I was USC, I, I wouldn't want to do this. These California kids are going to come to Ryan field. There's going to be, you can't even tailgate at Northwestern. They're going to run in. They're going to run into uh, Pat Fitzgerald and the boys from, you know, Glenn Allen and, uh, Joliet, Illinois, and Lockport, and you know the, the surrounding areas in the Midwest, and they're going to kick the crap out of these five-star recruits in a snow game, ten to three. So it's going to be a weird watch. I actually don't love it, but I figured it was coming. It's only going to continue to change. College football is not college football is not going to be what we remember. College football is going to change like forever here soon. I told has. I told this to Bart earlier. I go Lincoln Riley's. This is a tweet. Lincoln Riley's legacy. At USC will be defined on how he handles an 11 a.m. kickoff on a cold October morning at Ryan Field on ESPN2. Absolutely. Exactly. He's going to get the crap kicked out of him there at least once. I mean, you don't mess with Pat Fitzgerald and the boys in the cold weather. It's going to be so weird. Uh, I hate it. USC and UCLA. UCLA. Oh, the Badgers winning the Rose Bowl against UCLA. What a moment that was in 1994. So prestigious. 
Could you tell someone watching that game then that 30 years later they'd be conference, like, rivals? Yeah. No. I mean, I would never believe it. It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. It's already – and you know what's funny? It brings – so, I mean, what's happening here is pretty much it's going to be, you know, just the two powers. Like, this was a decision, Ryan, that nobody wanted. Who made it? The Supreme Court? It's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be the Big Ten, and it's gonna be the SEC. It's gonna be like the AFC and week. the NFC. I know it is. What's the Pac-12 gonna turn into? Nothing. The WAC gonna 12. Be, no, it's gonna be gone forever. There is gonna be no Pac-12. You know what's funny is like if you watched this yesterday, and, and here's a good example of how different these conferences are, right? And how the Big Ten's king. If you turned on the Big Ten Network yesterday, all you would see. You know, from the time that decision was pretty much made, um, which there was like no reviewing process, which I find hilarious. The Big Ten was like, sure, you guys want in more money for us. Yep. Stamp of approval. But the Big Ten Network covered it literally from like the time that the news dropped all the way until 1 a.m. where the Pac-12 Network, which I don't even have. I have every network. Somehow I don't have the Pac-12 Network. I have to stream the stupid thing. They had volleyball replays, not even like live volleyball games, because I would never slander. Well, they don't want to talk about the death of their conference live on air. So they're showing like 2001 Stanford versus UCLA, like regular season matchup. So uh, the Pac-12 is dead, man. College football will never be the same. Pretty much it'll just be like the AFC, the NFC, the two power conferences. Is that good? Is that like for you and I, the consumer, is that good? I mean... No, I don't. I don't like it. It's almost going to become just like, I mean, it already has become. It's just the minor league. It's like the minor leagues, really, where imagine, imagine when guys like start skipping college to go to like the USFL or XFL, which will never happen. But I mean, because oh, no, they already get paid, paid way more in college. Right, exactly. They get paid more in college now. These guys are making. I mean, look at these endorsement deals, the NIL, the NIL uh, deals. Somebody, oh man, who is it? Um, oh, uh, Arch Manning. $3.5 million already on one deal, one endorsement deal. That's more than I'll ever see in my life unless the Packers finally win one of these Super Bowls for us. I thought, and I, uh, I thought Sparky made a great point earlier uh, this week on the big show. He was like, well, because that, that quarterback from Miami getting like $10 million. He's like, if you're Him, too. Like, like, you can get all this money in college, maybe stay in college a little bit longer. What, am I going to go to the pros and get drafted in the seventh round, or am I going to be the big man on campus here and – Rake at Miami. See, I've we always say that, but no, I think they'll always everybody's just always because you don't want to get injured though. You just everybody wants to play in the pros. That's the dream right there. So I think guys will always. The one thing I don't like about this, I don't like college football being. I basically feel like college football is run by one hundred Buddy Garrities. Oh, it is, and from Friday Night Lights. Yeah, they don't care about the kids. All they care about it's all about revenue. It's all about bringing in. More so money. college they football is basically run by a hundred rich alumni that think their college fo- football program is the center of the universe. Yes. So, cause I well, love college football. Close. I love watching it all day. I love the scheduling aspect to it. I love that. It's like on every channel possible and you can watch every game. I love that the playoffs need to be expanded, but I also love that it's only four and that every regular season game is so important. It matters so much. I love the when big teams from big conferences play each other outside of the conference. I love it all. What I don't like is all the like 
I don't like the other people that like it. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the people that run it. You know. Well, yeah. The yeah, fat cats, yeah, Sankeys, and well, I mean, but but that being said, the the reason because growing up, remember, kind of how I feel about America. Growing up, you could only watch like three or four games. You know, uh, if you're a big college football fan, because you only had, you know, ABC, CBS would have the SEC. And then you would have ESPN, ESPN2, you know, not until obviously uh, that, that was what, in the mid-90s, ESPN2. Remember, they tr- ESPN2 was a mess in the beginning. They, like, tried to make it, like, MTV, like, hip and cool. And they br- that's when they brought in, like, Jim Rome, and he got beat up live on the set. So that's the one thing, though, man, is, like, ESPN2 is so cool because the ESPN was lowercase and not capitalized. <laughs> Yeah, they they literally exactly that was the, that was like a, a whole marketing idea, but uh, so all this money coming in being pumped in is why we get to watch every single game. Like now, you could pick if you want to watch any game, except for for some reason you can't watch Texas unless you want to pay a bunch of money for the Longhorn Network, which who the hell wants to watch Texas until? Uh, well, that and that is going away. They're killing that. Thank God, because I can't wait for Arch Manning to get there. I don't know if he's going to be a bust. I would assume he's not going to be a bust. But they already have the number two recruiting class for 2023 behind Ohio State. And that's the other thing really quickly on the Big Ten. What's going to be interesting, man, about these West Coast schools coming over is that in the Big Ten, Ohio State, who like their win total this year is ten and a half. I would only play the over because they have the best quarterback in the country, if not the second best. It's going to be Bryce Young and obviously C.J. Stroud. Um, But I mean – they win every year because look where they're recruiting. Urban Meyer, I mean, she's, I mean, even when Jim Trestle was there, they would go recruit in Florida. Whereas, like, Wisconsin, they're recruiting from the Chicagoland area. Wisconsin, you know, Iowa. Look where Iowa's recruiting from the Chicagoland area. Um, all these schools, it, it, like, right in their own backyard. And Ohio State, then Urban comes there. He's recruiting the same kids that he was when he was at Florida. He's recruiting in Florida, California, getting all these five stars. And now Ryan Day does the same thing. And then they're beating up on Minnesota, obviously, because Minnesota's sitting there recruiting in their own backyard. That's what's going to be interesting, man. Like, look at the class that USC already has. Lincoln Riley hasn't even been there for a full year. He already brings over Caleb Williams. They bring over um, Travis Dye, the running back from uh, Oregon. So they steal him in their own conference. And they steal the dude that from – Pittsburgh last Addison. year that played with Kenny Pickett that was the best Jordan wide receiver Addison. in the country. Yeah. So that's going to be crazy is what I'm saying. Imagine USC playing Minnesota, like on a neutral field. I mean, Minnesota is actually going to be pretty good this year. So that's a bad example. Imagine USC against Rutgers. Who the hell wants to watch that? Well, and the big tens also coming up with a new TV package and they're trying to figure out, you know what to do. So you're going to have, you're going to have games at 11 o'clock now. You're going to have a big game at 2.30, big game at 6, big game at 9 o'clock because you can have USC and UCLA play at home every week and have a 9 o'clock game or just you know have a 9 o'clock game central time. But you can have all these – I mean, they're going to dominate the whole day. Yeah, and I mean, good for them. I don't know. I'll probably – I'll hate it for like five minutes, ten minutes. Actually, I'll probably never hate it because I just oh, – I no. love all football. I, I miss agree. it so much right now, man. And now is when you really – I miss, miss it football. this year more than any year ever. I won't always need football, but I need it right now. I need now. it right I'll now. Tell you that. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, I do. I do miss it 
more this year than any year ever. I don't know what it is. I mean, I am jacked, obviously, for Sunday night. Sunday night, I've I've already got uh, you know everything planned. I got the pizza ordered and the wings for the USFL championship game. I already got it all ready. But I, I need football. We need football right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't always need it. I need it right now. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Uh, are you really excited for the USFL championship game? Who do you think is going to win? Uh, Birmingham. All right, I'll bet money on them. I uh, I probably won't watch. I'm actually really jacked for UFC this weekend. It's a stacked card. My favorite fighter, my guy, finally getting his shot, his big shot. So uh, hopefully he doesn't let me down. I can't bet him, though, Sean O'Malley, because he's uh, he's minus 300 right now. Mm. But, uh, yeah, man, pretty, pretty jacked for that. So if you want to come by, I'll have some pizza and wings. And on TV3, I'll toss on the USFL championship game for you. Oh, your boy, uh, Roger, Robert Fetter retired. Retired? Yeah. Why? The, the guy that does all the but, Chicago media writing about? Oh, did he? Oh, I yeah, like he retired. Yeah. yeah, he retired. I just oh, saw you should, Who's going to write about him retiring? Himself? Uh, he did, yeah. <laughs> he, he did. He filed it. Oh, you, you should actually write a little something about him. Should I, should I apply for the Daily Herald? You should, try, you should try to take his job, yeah, and just write about the media. That'd be a good gig. Mm, I don't know. It feels weird. I do want to say one more thing oh, about USC and UCLA. Because I found out this news. Yeah. So I found out the news maybe at 2.30 standard yeah, time. time. Yeah. It wasn't until 9.30 where I thought, oh, you know what? They're they're changing conferences in other sports too. All I thought about was football all day until I thought of like basketball. We're talking about UCLA coming here. How about UCLA on a Tuesday night in February having to fly across country to play Rutgers in the snow and then in the basketball. I mean, what are you exactly. doing? What are they doing? Exactly. Volleyball. Like that's what I'm saying, man. You can't tell me, you can't tell me it's about the kids. You can't tell me that. <laughs> imagine the kids that are there that actually like, you know, they're, they're not going to the next level and they actually have to have an education. They have to get an education because yeah, I mean, they're sitting at the end of the bench, like coach K's grandson. But yeah. at the end of the day, the we got to take you out of that. school for four days so he can fly to New Jersey in February. Just sit at the end of the bench <laughs> to watch his to watch his team club Rutgers. <laughs> you know, the kid at the end of the bench with the headband for UCLA. He's going to be somebody's accountant in three years. He has to get caught up on all of his schoolwork, like on a random Saturday and Sunday. Can't go out with his friends. Can't celebrate the victory. Because he just spent four days trapped at Rutgers in a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah. And, hey, when, when gas is expensive, the Big Ten's like, how can we cut costs? Let's add two yeah. teams from L.A. Well, it's been proven that nobody cares about the uh, environment. So you might as well just keep pumping and pumping and pumping. So. Yeah, pump and dump, baby. Who cares? You know, we don't got to deal with it. It's just our grandkids. Yeah, Screw it's just them. our grandkids. If it was my kid, that? maybe, but it's my grandkid, I probably I mean, won't ever even know him. I'll be dead. Well, you know what? Actually, like, everybody says you like your grandkids. Like, my mom says this more than her own kids. Although, then again, it's like she's talking about me and my brother, so I get it. Like, my kid's a saint. Me and my brother are already – but, yeah. Um, it, so, But uh, at, least, at least if it's, like, our grandkids' grandkids, or our grandkids' kids, our great-grandkids, like, who cares about them? They'll probably suck anyway. Yeah, you think my great-grandpa, Carol Winkler – 
who was born on a farm in like 1875 right. ever cared what his great-grandson's life would be like? Do you think that my great-great-great-grandfather in Slovenia, Luka Horvatovic, cared about me and my, in, in, in my life, in no. my lungs, my, my little baby lungs? Hell to the no, man. Puff, puff those cigarettes. You know what? Today, I, you know what I might do today? I might go to Five Guys after work, and I might just take the wrapper, throw it on the ground, light up a cigarette, and just hop on my, and hop on my chopper, head out to, you know, my uh, my gatherings and just, just maybe have a your big great, bonfire. Your, our great grandpas are like, wait a minute, they're gonna have more technology at their fingertips than ever before, and they can get across the country in four hours if they want to. But I have to care about if their air is clean. They're gonna have a way better life than me. Screw them. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> our great grandpas suck, and that's what they'll say about us one day. Hey, yep. you got it on tape here. You got it on tape at least. Grandpa, great grandpa Bart and great grandpa Ryan, we at least cared. We did care. I we uh, tried. I don't. I don't even say that the Brewers should get rid of Brent Suter because that's how much I care about the environment because he does Brent so Suter, much good. And I know he's. I know he's got a strong fan base. So you you might take some backlash for this, but I'll, I'll say it. Brent Suter sucks. Anytime <laughs> I have money on the Brewers, I'll say this as a sports bator. And I see Brent Suter warm up in that in that bullpen. I want to vomit all over the place, and I want to I want to put Craig Council in a sharpshooter because he doesn't have, he you know he has no business going out there right now, man. I don't I don't know what he needs. Let him go on a vacation or something. Seriously, like send him away for two weeks. Uh, let him get his zen. Well, on, Adrian Hauser's hurt, and I think that's the best thing for him. He's terrible. He's awful. Yeah, Lauer's I mean, been bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm uh, a little worried about my Brewers ticket, to be quite honest. The good thing is, though, the Cardinals, man, also no good. I mean, well, the lineup is, if they get some pitching, but their bullpen, the back end of their bullpen is trash. Take last week, for example, made a bunch of money betting against them with the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley because as bad as the Cubs are, at least they have a bullpen. The Cardinals... I mean, are they going to continue to get these kind of starts from Adam Wainwright, who's literally like 55 years old, the second half of the season? How many how many innings is he going to go the second half of the season? Flaherty hasn't really looked like Flaherty yet. And then uh, Miles Michaelis has been good, but he's kind of come back down to earth. So that's the good thing is the NL Central is a complete dumpster fire. I wish right now if I could be a team, a fan of any team, it would not be the Cubs. I hate them so much. I hate them. Uh, it would not be the Reds. I would hate being a Reds fan. I actually forgot Mike Moustakis was still uh, on that roster. Oh, he doesn't he play. Going? Where's he going? Yeah, he, he was up last night. I'm like, oh, there's Moustakis. He's in like 140. <laughs> um, but the Pirates, the Pirates are fun. You have a beautiful ballpark at PNC. And these dudes that they continue to call up, all they, they all mash. O'Neal Cruz is a created baseball player from MLB The Show. He's six foot eight. He's gunning like 106 mile per hour fastballs to first base. He's a shortstop. He homered again last night, his second of the year. I like the Pirates. They're fun, man. The Pirates are a lot of fun. I wish I was a Pirates fan. Some are saying that O'Neill Cruz and Kenny Pickett could be the next uh, Roberto Clemente and Terry Bradshaw. By some, you mean Andrew <laughs> Phila Pony. <laughs> That's what he tweeted. That's what some are saying. Didn't he also? Yeah, and then he, he did this with Mason Rudolph, didn't he, though, too? Yeah, well, I admire his... Uh, 
willingness to go all in on every prospect. I think he, I think he did this with Duck Hodges. Oh, Delvin. Delvin. Delvin the great, Hodges. The, the great one. Hey, before uh, you're trying to get me off the phone or whatever here, we got to still talk. need you for another Just, 20. Oh, oh, good, good. Cause we got to talk a little green Bay Packers. I actually wanted to bring up KD, but you don't want to talk basketball. No, we got it. No, actually, I, I do want to talk KD. I just wanted to say a couple notes on the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I was watching Baldy's breakdowns. Ooh, Good we friend like of show, yeah. Brian Baldinger. He did one. Um, if anybody like, well, he did one on the Packers wide receivers without Devontae Adams yesterday. That was pretty interesting. I'm actually starting to feel a little bit better about the wide receiver room. I don't know why. I have no idea who the number one receiver is, but Tunyon actually being available week one is huge because Horvat, the uh, over under that I saw on Rogers yards is 4,200 and a half. And last year he had 4,100 yards and he missed one game. And he had Devonte Adams. Yeah. So now he lost Devonte, and Vegas thinks that he's going to have more yards. Yeah. And usually I take like overs when you get an angry Aaron Rodgers, but I, I don't see it happening. Unless- I think Rodgers is going to like, I think he's going to spend weeks one through 15 on massive cruise control where he's just going to hand off and he's going to dump off and he's going to let the receivers do the work and he's going to let the defense carry him. And he's just going to be there and like having fun. And I I think this, I think this season going to be a cruise control year for Rogers. You know who I, I, I've been watching a lot of, not from last year, although I've watched a couple things from last year where I'm like, man, why can't he do this every single time? He's not a kick returner or a punt returner, but Amari Rodgers at Clemson, I actually have some hope for him. And maybe that's what they're thinking here, is maybe somebody's going to step up, I I feel like, that we don't expect and just have, like, a ridiculous season. Somebody's going to become, like, the James Jones when James Jones led the NFL in touchdowns that year with Rodgers when he had 13. It it, it might be – watch Amari Rodgers have, like, a huge year. I just have no idea who's going to be the number one wide receiver, man. Christian Watson, that's – that seems really nice, but he's a rookie. How much work is he going to get with Rodgers like, before week one? Because we know Rodgers isn't playing in the preseason. Don't, we don't even need to do the topic. You can only get so much live action, live reps going against your own defense every single day. That's why I actually like that LaFleur does these joint practices. You know, I know McCarthy hated them, but at least you get a live look at another team, especially if Rodgers isn't going to play in the preseason. You know, granted, last year you got a live look at who the Jets um, – but I, I don't know who the hell the number one receiver is. Is it really Alan Lazard? I don't know. Somebody's going to – I can see – I think it's Jones. I think it's Aaron Jones. I think it's Aaron Jones. See, that's the other thing. You he's been, he's been a top three receiver in receptions every year. You got Tunyon, um, DeGuara. Yeah, J- they're gonna DeGuara. Be, they're going to be just – you know what? The more I think about it, they're going to be fine. They might I'm really excited be for Jawan Winfrey. Like, imagine a world where in the red zone, they actually, like, Matt LaFleur doesn't go, like, mush brain and actually calls, like, the plays that he calls. Imagine this, all right? I wish I had some music I could play. I have a dream that, like, we just, that, like, we got this going down, all right? Like, I, I literally thought about this the other night, man. We uh, get, it's, it's, we're, we're in the red zone. It's first and 10 on the 10-yard line. And for six straight plays, two straight drives, with the season on the line, Super Bowl on the line, Rodgers doesn't just go three-step drop, stare down Devontae, force into double coverage. Imagine if there's like an end around. You know, like 
Aaron Jones lines up in the slot and comes around and we, we fake something. We give it to A.J. Dillon. Imagine using A.J. Dillon in the red zone. The reason you drafted him in the second round when you already were going to bring back Aaron Jones and had Jamal Williams. That's what I'm dreaming is maybe they'll get a little more creative because that's the good thing that you that's the one thing that we've seen when Devontae has been out these last couple of years. I don't care that they've went six and zero without Devontae. I mean, that's that's, you know, small sample size right there where teams don't have time to game plan. But the play calling has gotten a lot better, a lot more creative, especially in the red zone. I'm all for that because they should have beat Tampa Bay, man. They definitely should have beat San Francisco. It was just Rodgers, and I love him, and I rarely criticize him, but staring down Devontae cost him the season. He should have hit Alan Lazard. He at least would have got into field goal range. They win that game. So maybe it'll be a good thing. And then the defense. I mean, they're going to have the best secondary in the league. I'm getting so excited reading all these pieces in the athletic all over the place about what they're going to do with Rasul Douglas, what they're going to do with Stokes, you know, Jair coming back, especially after just getting paid. And then Kenny Clark finally has some help on the defensive line. They're not going to be able to double team him every single snap. The new kids out of Georgia. I mean, bringing back Campbell. They are really, they're going to have at least, I feel like the bottom, I feel like, you know, the lowest they'll be is top 10, right? Yeah. Anyway, go Pat go. That's all I had to say. KD, where do you think he's going? No, no, I got something better for you. Uh Uh-oh. I just thought, I I just came up with the best segment for you in uh, any any of the BetQL shows in this month where things are a little slower. Okay. What? Uh, One second. I'm tweeting it. Oh, this is good radio. Well, here, I'll talk more about the pack. No, no, no. If Vince Lombardi. No, no, no. No, please listen to this. This is a segment. No, this is a segment you guys have to do. You take two coaches that have coached the same in the same spot. If Vince Lombardi and Mike McCarthy coached against each other with the same team and had a week to prepare, how much would Vince's team be favored by? I feel like only you, me, and like, you know, like the, the twelve, like twelve of the listeners care about this. So. <laughs> Why? I think that's because great. we, because we do that. We try to, we like people try to do this. Like, what would the Bulls ninety five ninety six Bulls be favored over the Warriors? Like, we don't know. Who the, well, hold on. They have the same exact players. No, yeah. If Vin, so, Vince Lombardi and Mike McCarthy have the same team. Like, it could be okay. this year's Packers. So they both have Rodgers at court. Yeah, and they have a week to prepare. Okay. Now, Mike would probably win because Vince is dead, but still, if he was not dead. I mean, well, like, McCarthy might win. McCarthy, this is a terrible take, but, like, Lombardi would. Hold on. Lombardi was, dude, those times, they were drafting fullbacks, like, number one overall. Vince would say, say, Rodgers, if you throw more than eight times, your ass is going to Siberia. Right. They'd be out there, like, running my grandpa Gordy's offense from Joliet Catholic, the double wing, where, like, my grandpa would give 20 carries to the fullback by halftime. So it would be like, it would be like, you look at the box score. No, that's Rogers a great would, Rogers, Rogers would be two for three. I just 14, sports radio. Four, 14 yards. And then it, you would see DeGuara, 30 carries, 30 carries, 67 yards, two touchdowns. Horvat, we have, I got to interrupt you and this great topic because we have a very special reunion about to occur. Uh Uh-oh. Myself, 
Ryan Horvath. And from the Zach Gelb Show, Zach Gelb, ladies and gentlemen, Zach Gelb. Gelb, are you what on vacation? What is going is on out there? Gabby, well, this is what's happening on your This is what's happening on your show tonight, buddy. Man, uh, management uh, suggested a fill-in to me, and I was like, "Yeah, let's go with Art instead." And I think I'm already regretting it. And it's not even eleven o'clock here on the East Coast yet. That's all right. I got a whole day to get on track. Zach, I told him to go the <laughs> I'm easy route. It's Bobby Bonilla day. All he has to all he has oh. to do the topic tonight: worst sports contracts of all time. Boom! Yeah. There's three hours. Yeah. Horvat, you got to stop with the Bobby Bonilla day stuff. It I hate the, the Bobby Bonilla day, Zach. I'm just worn down nervous. I'm just heard. trying to make it easy. No, what I am nervous for, I am nervous that I'm not going to get a proper nap in today. That is what I am nervous for, because I do require well, a nap every day. Concern. Yeah. Uh, like that's my biggest concern that you're gonna like after the show still think it's a normal Friday, go have a few pops, and then it's gonna be about like two p.m. You'll fall mm-hmm. asleep yep. after going to fourth base and having a big fat burger, and then you'll just be sleeping at six p.m. Eastern. That's what I'm concerned about the most. I am all I share the same concerns with you, Gelby. Hey, I thought you were I, off last night. I was supposed to be. Um, and then I had a few travel plans get changed. I'm actually in an Uber right now going to the airport as I'm going to Colorado. So I thought, um, I'm on my so way much, to Colorado right now. I thought there was so much happening last night that you would just love the craft and the game so much that you're like, I got to talk about it. That's what I yeah, thought was happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't like to lie to my audience. I thought about going on air and saying, oh, well, you know, Kevin Durant's leaving, Kyrie Irving's leaving, and – now college football's changing, so I said I'm definitely going to work, but I don't even think I could have sold that well enough, honestly, guys. Well, you know, you can both answer this question because Horvat left me to go national, and uh, he's on to Twitch. He up against me, by the way, that yeah. bastard. He yeah. stabbed me in the back. I know he did. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I don't choose the time slots. I'm I'm perfectly fine going middays, 1 to 4, <laughs> 1 to 5 p.m. No, I, I'm just kidding. I just know Horvat's in this spot where he gets awkward still if, if we say that he's, like, stabbing someone in the back. So I just like to kind of throw that out there. With no, Horvath, actually, you know what? No, no, no. I'm very I happy. To management, and I said, I want to compete. I'm a competitor. I want blood. I want to go against Gelb. I want, to, I want Gelb. I want Gelb or I want Jody Mack. And they said, we'll give you Gelb. <laughs> Okay. Jody Mack is That's literally fun. on 24-7, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he ever takes a break, honestly. I think he's just 24 hours uh, out of the day where, where Jody Mack is constantly on spewing hot takes about uh, horses and the mm. gambling and all that great stuff. What? Uh, this, is, this is my first time hosting National, Gelb, and I thank you again for the opportunity. Do you have advice for me, and will, my, will your audience like me? Oh, I think my audience will love you because I do talk about you from time to time, and we always love uh, 1250 The Fan as one of our great affiliates, but yep. I think you're going to kill it. I would not have recommended you if I didn't think Bart Winkler was ready for the big national show. I think you are going to be a home run, and I believe the audience will love you, and it's going to be a great show. And you can always talk about Aaron Rodgers, right, and say Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player in the league and how the Brooklyn Nets are screwed, and I think you would uh, hit it off with our audience. How will uh, me and your boy Hot Take Hickey get along? We've been texting. I think we have a nice foundation building. Kill him tonight. Honestly, go after him. Be (laughs) ruthless. He is someone that tried to pull this bull crap last night saying how he was rooting for the Nets. He wanted to see KD do well, and he's the biggest Nets hater there is. So you guys will probably get along. 
Um, but he's delusional about the Indianapolis Colts. He lives in this world where just being good is fine. He doesn't aspire oh. to be great, and that's where he's kind of at with this Colts fandom. So you could get some hot takes out of him uh, with the terrible how, Indianapolis Colts. How much Horvat does your producer have in him? Is he going to, like, because if Horvat had a fill-in, he would just be pissed the whole time that he wasn't filling in. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold no. on. Not if I had the right <laughs> fill-in. Like, if you give me, if you give me like, Tim Allen, but – you know, if, if, if we're bringing... Never like, mind, if Bill Michaels is filling in, that's going to be a disaster, right? Like, I don't know who that is. I don't, I don't know in. who that is. I do not know who that is. <laughs> this portion of the Zach Gelb Show interview is brought to you by Awkward. As Bart's not allowed to comment on Bill Michaels, but I'll do so every time I'm on the air. Yeah, uh, again, uh, never heard the name. Just <laughs> vaguely unfamiliar. Um, no, you, uh, never, he, he individually... Very never tweeted about this Zach, person. Did you know he individually either. saved the Bucks? Yeah, tell him. Say that again. The Bucks were the Bucks were the Bucks, the Bucks were leaving Milwaukee, but they were individually <laughs> saved by that person that you just named. He saved the day. He he kept the Bucks in Milwaukee. Bart, didn't he get a guy kicked yeah, off well, the Brewers too? Chris Davis, yeah, he got him traded. <laughs> he got Chris Davis you traded too. He, he made the call to the Orioles. That- I'm more about recent history, and I think we should just look at the fact that I was like the only one to advocate nationally for Giannis to stay in Milwaukee. So who cares about things that happened years and years ago? Let's just talk about the last two, three years. Well, yeah, that's why we love you, Galby. And I told uh, I told Horvat I owe this opportunity to him because when you took over, Horvat's like, who's, yeah. the, who's this kid? <laughs> I want that spot. And then he tried to start a feud with you, and then Galb's like, no, nah, these guys are all right. And then we all became three best friends. Well, the funniest part was Horvat was trying to be a little bit of a provocateur and be all edgy. And then when I clapped back at him, I got a DM from Horvat. Oh, no, I actually listened. I wasn't actually going after you thinking I was actually upset. And now when we look at this relationship all these years later, well, uh, you know, we're just busting chops on that. And I was surprised that Horvat didn't get the joke at first. Well, hold on, hold on. I've actually defended myself on this, Zach. My whole take was I loved your national show and you should continue to kill every single market except for I'm just a big fan of local 24-7 radio. You know, like I grew up because I grew up in Chicago, so I was listening to Les Grobstein overnights and it was my favorite show, man, because you get the crazy callers. I was like, man, we got to go local, you know, because I love you, but you're talking KD. You know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, you know, Clay Matthews goes down at training camp we got to be on that. we got to be on that locally. That was always my point. I've always thought you've done a tremendous job. You're right up there as uh, one of my favorite sports talk show hosts on the planet. I'm also trying to butter you up because I see that you like to take a lot of vacation, and <laughs> Phil and host must be getting really, really slim if we got Winkler going tonight. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's actually not a bad idea. I've never contemplated you for a Phil on my show, but uh, you know, I will always take the compliment. If you want to send me a check, then my next recommendation may be Ryan Horvath to fill in for Zach that would be wonderful. Well, does that but mean I get to fill in and hang out with Trista? Yeah, you get to fill in. Oh, that's MGM a good tonight. question. Yep. <laughs> yep. But, but but all kidding aside, not to continue to make this like a kiss-ass interview, Horvat, uh, what you guys are doing with that show, um, and obviously I can't check it in when I'm on the air, but what I see on social media, and obviously I know Trista a little bit, uh, very, very thrilled and uh, happy for you because you're someone that deserved an opportunity. You know, they had you, you know, as a producer on Bart's show, and we knew that you were going to eventually get your own show, and now we're seeing you kicking ass. So it's great. Look at this. This is wonderful, the three of us right uh, now. I don't, I don't nice feel like I've got – I like the better – When do I get afterwards. complimented? 
I'm in a great mood because it's Friday too. Like it's Friday. It's almost the weekend. Gonna have some cocktails. Let's let's go. Well, let's put everyone in a bad mood then. What about the Packers receiving core this year? How much of a disaster? Are they? We were just talking about how good we think it's gonna be. I swear to you. We were just uh, talking Christian about Christian Watson and, and Sammy Watkins. Everyone getting all pumped up for those guys. No, Alan Lazard's the meal ticket, Galby. I like Alan Lazard. I actually do, but. I still think Rodgers can can go win a Super Bowl this year, but they're the third team in the NFC. Well, what? Who do you got? Wait, hold on. Third team in the NFC. Who do you got power rated? Oh, he's probably got Rams and Buccaneers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rams and Buccaneers. Actually, doesn't this show we do bottom five power rankings instead of top five? So in that case, um, I'll give you a hot take here. I think the Falcons are the worst team in the league, and then here's a bigger take inside – of the NFC North, I actually believe that the Bears will finish in last this year in that division. The Lions. Oh, I think the Bears are going to win three games. Bears are going to be horrible. I They're know. going to be worse than Lions. I know. Gelb, I got a bet for you as a betting man. So you said Tampa Bay over Green Bay. I'll make a bet with you that Tampa Bay doesn't win the division because the Saints win the division. What? Oh, wow. There's no chance. To, unless if Brady gets hurt, there's no way Jameis Winston is nope. beating out Tom Brady for a divisional title. Let's, no shot. We'll come, up, we'll come up with the terms since we're doing it on the fly. I will say, you should give me the field. You should, you should give me uh, Sam Darnold, grandson of the late, great Dick Hammer uh, in the Panthers. Um, I want the field, <laughs> but, but I'm going to go with the Saints. I think the Saints are going to win 10 games this year. I think everybody's making a big deal about Sean Payton being gone. I don't think it's going to matter. Look at that roster. And – Mike Thomas is back. Look what they did in the draft. They bring in – I think the Honey Badger has a couple more good years in them. And they've owned Tampa Bay. When's the last time the Buccaneers, other than the playoff game where Jerry Cook fumbles, when's the last time Tampa Bay beat New Orleans too? Yeah, no, but Brady's definitely struggled up against New Orleans uh, minus that playoff game like you mentioned. I'm not saying the Saints are going to be a bad team. We've got to see what happens with how many games Alvin Kamara gets suspended. Um, you, you look at Jarvis Landry. I like Chris Olave a lot. They could be a good team. Uh, but they're not going to be better than Tampa. So, so what do you want to bet here? I'm taking Tampa. You're taking the field just to win the division. What, what are we putting on the line here? Are we going money? Are we going dinner? Are we going future filling shows? What are we doing here? Give me the terms. I'll say loser has to host my show and I get the day off. That's, that's not that's a bad I, idea. I, uh, but Bart, I'm being serious. I would fill in for you one day. I'd have no problem filling in or co-hosting with you one day. Oh, okay. Well, let's make that happen. We'll, yeah, let's do it. Uh, will I get paid extra by, by your station or, or not so much? Am I getting paid tonight? We got yeah, to well, I asked the guy Wendy's about payroll, and he never you. got back to me. I was like, what do I need for payroll? And he's like, I think the Comrex is set. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, well, you're already in the Odyssey payroll system, so you'll be fine. You'll be taken care of. If you have any issues, just let me know, and then I'll break some kneecaps here in New York. We also don't get paid today. We get paid next week, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We get paid. Is next week my endorsement check? I think so. Uh, All right. I think that I'm excited, Zach. It's really nice to hear from you. I was going to ask you to come on, but I didn't want to bother you. And I knew that you would just ESP know that I wanted to talk to you anyway. And I I thank you for calling him. I really do thank you for the opportunity. It's very, I'm very excited. I think our listeners are very exciting uh, for it because we're going to be on. We take the show for three hours from six to nine central. So that'll be cool. And I'm, I, I already told a lot of them to call in, but say they're from different states and like <laughs> praise how great I am as a fill-in. 
Well, well, let me just ask you this real quickly, and maybe I'll, I'll text Mitch Rosen or, or Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Why don't they put you on for all four hours tonight? Because you guys don't have an afternoon show right now. Well, we do. We do have an afternoon show. Wait, do we not? Because I'm supposed but, but to be on. But it's not. A, it's not the official new afternoon show, right? We're, we're still we're still kicking around some ideas. Yeah. So so whoever's well, no, in, the guest host right, today. An hour no, no, the, no, I wouldn't do that. The guest host today is Kevin Holden, who's from our CBS affiliate here, and he's like world's greatest uh, guy. And he's actually very polished when he does radio as a TV guy, but he might be better than anyone actually on our station, honestly. He's, he's so way good. better than Bart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's way better than me. Yeah, I shouldn't even be – he's going to be filling in if I keep complimenting him, so I'll stop. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. well, anyway, Horvat, this was a nice surprise. And, Bart, I know you're absolutely going to kill it tonight. And uh, I guess since I'm a loser and I don't really do much on vacation, even though I'm going to Colorado, I guess I will be listening to you at one point tonight. Oh, that'll make me nervous, and I won't know at what point on all that Gelby's tuning in. Jeez. Zach, man, yeah, you'll suggest be something You're a lot better than, than doing that. Um, it, yeah. It's called pot. <laughs> <laughs> I got to depend on uh, what state I'm in and the way that I answer this question. I have to be careful with all those. You're going to Colorado, guys. <laughs> yeah, once you, cross, once you cross those lines, trust me, man, It's there are no rules. <laughs> Well, I will uh, see you guys later high in the mountains, right? (laughs) Thanks, Galby. Thanks for everything, bud. Later, guys. Be well. Zach Gelb. Surprise call. I didn't know he was calling. Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Yeah. Oh, do the read, man. Thank you. If you're applying for a home renovation (laughs) loan. You can't make him laugh. I can't laugh. I have a cough. (laughs) Uh, if you're applying for a home renovation and you're a bit anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Woo. Good stuff, man. That was great. Uh, what do you think about my Saints bet out of nowhere? Yeah, I uh, think it's a bad bet, but I'm intrigued by it. No, nah, dude, I'm, I'm sold that Brady is going to look like Peyton Manning did that final year. Even though Peyton Manning, well, bad example. Peyton Manning wins a Super Bowl that year, but, well, the Broncos won a Super Bowl. It had nothing to do with Peyton Manning. He was benched that year, remember, for uh, Paxton Lynch? Oh, I got to go. <laughs> you forgot to take a commercial break. I All really right, have a great butchered this. Wow. See ya. This is going to be fun. <laughs> you guys suck. All right. That's the end of the, sh- of the show. A big show up next. Have a good weekend. <laughs> Uh, Zach Gow tonight, 5 o'clock Central. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.